Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits of breakfast. Radio City 96.7. Well, here we go, another week and another Radio City Breakfast Show podcast, and uh, it's myself, Rossi, and the co. Hello, Jay. Hello, Simon Ross. Are you okay, Jay? I'm very, very good. How are you? I'm very good, very good indeed. And Claire Simo, well, there's no need to ask, because you're just going to be jolly and bouncy and over-enthusiastic just about everything we talk about today. Let's get underway. Here's some of the best of our true stories from the week gone by. What was your favourite true story? Do you know what I want? I want to start with this. I know Claire agrees. Please, can we start with the one about the robots? Oh. The the slapping robot. The robot slapper. (laughs) Here is the robot slapper true story. 6.35, weekday morning, as we always do a true story. And some of them sometimes are true. Never. (laughs) Radio City. 96.7. Would you like a true story? Yeah, as long as it involves robots. It certainly does. Uh, There's a man and he buys a lie detector robot, which actually slaps people who lie. What a great idea that would be. He decides to put it uh, to the test uh, over the dinner table that evening and uh, he turns to his son and he says to his son, All right, son, uh, where were you during school hours today? And the son says, I was at school, Dad. Robot slaps the son. (laughs) Okay, Dad, sorry, I didn't go to school. Actually, uh, I went to the cinema. So the dad goes, right, and uh, what movie did you watch? And the son says, I watched Toy Story 3, Dad. The robot slaps the dad. So he says, so you obviously didn't watch Toy Story 3. What did you watch, you little devil? He says, well, actually, Dad, I actually watched Confessions of a Porn Star, uh, which had a triple X rating. Dad goes, what? Confessions of a Porn Star? He says, when I was your age, I didn't even know what porn was. So the robot slaps the dad. (laughs) (laughs) The mum laughs aloud and laughs aloud, and she's laughing at that. says, after all, hubby, he is your son. The robot slaps the (laughs) mum. Radio City. Radio City. 96.7. Well, anyway, uh, there, was a, there was an old couple, and there was Tony and Mary, and they were 85 years each, and they'd been, uh, they'd been married for 60 years. And uh, though they were far from rich, they were far from rich, they managed because Tony watched the pennies. You know, he, he watched every penny. He was very, very careful with the pennies. And though not young, but they were very, very, very good health. This was largely due to uh, Mary's insistence on eating healthy food and exercise on nearly on a regular daily basis. You know, exercise every day, healthy food for breakfast, lunch, dinner, always healthy food. One day, their good health didn't help them because they went on yet another holiday and suddenly the plane went down and sadly they were no more. Oh. Poor Tony and uh, Mary went off to heaven. When they reached the pearly gates and Peter was there and he escorted them inside and he took them to a beautiful mansion furnished in gold and fine silks and fully stocked kitchen and a big waterfall in the master bedroom. This was just one of the most amazing sights they've ever seen in their life. A maid was there hanging up all their favourite clothes in this massive big walk-in wardrobe. They gasped in astonishment uh, and said, wow. Well, St. Peter said, welcome to heaven. This is now your home. It's unbelievable. Tony turns to Peter and says, well, how much is this going to cost us? Because he always watched the pennies, didn't he? Well, nothing, Peter replied. And Peter said, remember, this is your reward in heaven. Tony looked out the window. Right there he saw this championship golf course, finer, more beautiful than anything he'd ever seen on planet Earth, with the greenest of greens. He says, uh, what's the fees there for the uh, the golf course? Tony grumbled a little bit, thinking, it's going to be really expensive. St. Peter smiled and says, this is heaven. You don't pay. You play for free. You don't pay. Next, they went into the clubhouse and they saw what was just the most amazing, lavish buffet. Everything imaginable laid out there. Beautiful seafood, steaks, exotic desserts, free-flowing beverages. Don't even ask, St. Peter said to Tony. This is heaven. 
Enjoy. It's free. It is all free. Well, where's the low-fat, low-cholesterol foods and decaffeinated tea, uh, said, uh, said Mary to St. Peter. Listen, St. Peter says, you know what? You can eat what you want, drink whatever you like. You'll never get fat and you'll never get sick. This is heaven. So there's no gym workouts. You don't need to go to the gym. You, don't, you can go if you want, but you don't have to go. This is heaven. Eat, drink, be merry. So St. Peter wandered off and Tony glared across the room and looked Mary straight in the eye and said, you and your flipping bran flakes. We could have been here ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the true story time. Oh, right. Uh, true story. Would you like a true story? I'd love one. So there's an Irish fella uh, came out of a, a pub in, uh, in Kil County Kildare and he'd been there watching the football all day and he would a few bevies after the match. And more or less, he's had ten too many as opposed to one too many. And he's, he's, he's walking home and he's, he's, he's feeling a little bit randy. He's feeling mm. a little bit randy. He sees a prostitute standing down a dark alley. He walks up to her and he says, excuse me, how, how much is it for that you-know-what's there? And she says, it'll be 20 euro. He says, 20 euro, that's fine. So he gives her the 20 euro. And they set about doing you-know-what. Excuse me for a second. Bless <coughs> you. God bless us and save us. It's on Mrs. Davis. I didn't know herrings were fish. <laughs> so anyway, they set about doing the do. Mm. He paid his, he paid his due. They were doing the do. So there's a policeman or a guardie, as they call them in, in, uh, in Ireland, came along, and uh, he saw sort of something going on up the dark alley, and he shines his flash lamp up the alley, and he says, "What are you two doing up there?" And the fella says, "I'm making love to me wife." He said, "Excuse me, sir," said the policeman. "I didn't know it was your wife." He said, "Nor did I until you showed the flash lamp on her face." <laughs> Sorry for laughing on my own gag. <laughs> for the finest breakfast variety to ever brighten your morning. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. <laughs> the very best of the true stories from the week gone by. Radio City Breakfast, Rossi and Co. 6 till 10, Monday to Friday. Hope you've had a good week. Uh, we revisited some of our very, very best city surgeries last week. And uh, one of the surgeries uh, goes back to the couple of days before Christmas. Uh, have a listen to this. Radio City Breakfast. The City Surgery with Dr. Ross. Uh, right then, it was it was anonymous from Rain Hill actually who contacted us. We now discovered his name is Robert, and um, uh, basically before Christmas he went on the on the Raz when he was supposed to be out shopping for his girlfriend's present stroke presents. Uh, he did it the day before Christmas Eve, and he thought, well, he'll do Christmas Eve. He'll he'll, he'll do it on Christmas Eve, and then of course uh, Christmas Eve came, and he was drawn into another session in the boozer. and uh, he ended up not getting anything. So he thought, well, I'll download a photograph of the Eiffel Tower. I'll, tell, I'll say I've got you tickets for Paris. Thing is, he'd run out of money. <laughs> so uh, so he was sort of up that creek without a paddle, so to speak. Uh, eventually, he... Uh, uh, he uh, do, do you understand he borrowed money? Is that it? Give him a call, he'll tell you. Okay. He got his number. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be going to Paris this weekend, I'm dialing it. Supposed to be going to Paris this weekend. It's Friday he's going, isn't it? <laughs> Hello? Is that Robbie from Rainhill? It is. Who's that? It's Rossi from Radio City 96.7. How are you, Robbie? Not too bad, Rossi. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. Now, you had that dilemma just after Christmas, whereby you went on the lash uh, the day before Christmas Eve. You, you didn't manage to get your girlfriend a Prezi, but uh, you, you downloaded a copy 
of uh, of the Eiffel Tower, and you said you got her a lovely trip to go off to Paris at the end of the week. That's right, yeah. Bit of a nightmare, eh? Uh, so, did you manage to get the tickets? You said you were short of money. So, did you manage to get the tickets to go to Paris? Well, um, yeah, it did. But I'm going on my own, it looks like. Why? Why, is, why are you going on your own? Well, one of my mates bailed me out, let me the money. Yeah. And then when I told her, told her about it, she found out that I, she found out that I'd lied and decided to finish with me the same day. Oh, come on. There's only a little white lie. So, hang on a second. So, basically, you, you, you borrowed the money... You paid for the, uh, the, the the flights to Paris. Did you book a hotel and everything? Yeah, it's all sorted, yeah. My mate just let me, let me know. He let me, like, 400 quid to sort it all. Yeah. And, uh, and then she found out that I hadn't got it for her in the first place, and she's just she's cracked up. She wasn't a bit happy. Did she find out via listening to the radio, or did somebody tell her from listening to Radio City? Possibly. I don't know, to be honest. So you're due to fly out this weekend? Yeah, Friday, yeah. So you uh, hang on. Today's Wednesday. So in two days' time, you're due to fly to Paris. You've got yeah. two tickets and no one to go with you. No one to go with. What do you? Th- oh. Do you want us to get you lined up with somebody? Hey, that's not a bad idea. That you know. Did she really dump you? Uh, did she really dump you? Yes, she just just crap. She hasn't she hasn't returned me calls. I'm not I've been today and like trying to trying to talk around so we can go this Friday. But she doesn't want to know. Do you want to put a little appeal out to her now and apologise on the radio? Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, okay. We'll give her an apology then. Apology to Ellie. To Ellie. To Ellie from you. Where you go? Ellie, listen. Um, I'm sorry about what happened over Christmas and that. You know, I like a drink and that. And uh, I didn't do it. I didn't do it on purpose. And I love you, and I'd love her to come to Paris with me at the weekend. I'm there, Ellie. Sorry. Okay. Well, what we'll do is uh, when we hang up, I will. Uh, I'll get Ellie's phone number off you, and I'll give her a little call, and I'll do it on air. And then I will announce on there as to whether she says yes or no to uh, accept your uh, request to go to Paris with you on Friday. Okay, mate. Okay, we will do that in the next five ten minutes. All right. All right, thanks, Lassie. All right, pal. Take it easy, mate. See you, sir. See you, mate. Bye, mate. Bye, bye, bye. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Right, okay. Now, I understand uh, Robert uh, did mess up a little bit before Christmas. She found out about it. She only heard it on the radio. And uh, she binned him off. So he's, he's left high and dry, borrowed the money. He's going to uh, Paris this weekend. No one to go. with all sorts of people texting and saying they'll go. Even a bloke. <laughs> I'm, up for a bit of, I'm up for a bit of bed and breakfast, Keith. Oh, hello, big Keith. Uh, so, uh, Ellie has said yes, uh, but there's provisos. Mm, we've done some terms and conditions. We've oh, got five God. points we've been through. It's been like a divorce court lawyer. Go on, then. Right, point number one is that he cuts his drinking because he's going a little... Not stops completely, but he goes a little bit too far, disappears for days. That's not too much to ask. Okay, yeah. nice one, Ellie. This is one I kind of had a bit of a hand in. Uh, takes a shopping in Paris. I bet you did. So that was Yay, your idea. Was Surprise. Oh, idea. God. Oh, lad. Did you try and entice her to take him, uh, for him to take her to Euro Disney as well? Yeah, well, that would be the next thing, yeah. Uh, take her to the Moulin Rouge. That'd yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, also, no more Thursday nights with Jimmy and Danny. Yeah. Mm, and finally, this is the most important yeah. thing, yeah. said he's got to cut his hair and have a shave. Yeah, well, I'd sooner go to Paris on my own myself. Yeah. Uh, what would you do? <laughs> I'd go on my own. That's all right. So you go shopping. The Moulin Rouge was a film. No, oh. hey, he'd love to go to the Moulin Rouge. You wouldn't yeah. moan about that. Yeah. So he's got to cut his drink and take his shopping. He's not going to have a very good weekend, is I he? Know, he was, you know, I think he sounds to me like a guy I'd rather go with. Was it Jimmy and Danny? Jimmy and Danny, <laughs> yeah. yeah. go on the last one. I'll just give her the tickets now and tell her to take a mate. 
Oh, you two are horrible. I've got to say, working with you in that uh, that that hoodie zipped down the way, it is a bit like working in the Moulin Rouge lot this morning, <laughs> Jay. All uh, right. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. So, Sharpie, I'll pass it over to you. Beginning with the letter B, name a method of cooking that involves half stewing and half roasting. Braising. You reckon braising? Do you have a slow cooker? I was going to see something. Oh, And you being a Scottish football content. <laughs> Wake up, Radio City 96.7. Ooh, so, do you know, we need to put a phone call. They went, was it last Friday? They went, yeah, apparently. They went. I've, you know, I've got a, the guy's email address, so I could give ah. my little email. But I wonder if he stuck to his list. I wonder if he went out with Jimmy and what to say for yeah. a pint. <laughs> she, I hope uh, he wrote it all Jimmy down. Jimmy and Danny for a pint. Oh, it'll be tonight, he goes, for Wednesday, Th- isn't Thursday it? Yeah. night. Was it Wednesday or Thursday? I think it was Thir- Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, right, well, we'll phone him tomorrow or maybe yeah. Friday. <laughs> and uh, you might hear that next week's pod- uh, podcast. Also, uh, revisited. Uh, we opened a whole can of worms. We talked about oh. someone who contacted us about their next door neighbours being raunchily noisy of a night time. Oh. oh, yes. Howl like wolves. Uh, we got one of them on the phone to pass some comments. What we didn't uh, let her know was we had her next door neighbour who she was complaining about on the phone. Uh, have a listen. Sit back and listen to this. Enjoy. The City Surgery with Dr Ross. Shall I take my life in my hands? Oh. Have you hit the delay button? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we had a bit of a noisy problem, and we got contacted by... Uh, it was a dilemma, really, on the city surgery from uh, Di in Whiston, who uh, has lived in her house in Whiston. She loves it. She's made it a beautiful home over the last past decade. And uh, a couple of neighbours had moved in, younger neighbours, and uh, lovely, lovely, lovely people. But they're sort of noisy of a night time. Everybody gets the gist. So say good morning, Di. Morning, Rossi. Good morning, Di. Thank you very much for contacting us a little while ago. And we did do your survey. I beg your pardon, your surgery and the, the dilemma. We'll put it out to the public. And basically, most people said, look, they sound like nice people you've got living next door to you. Just go and have a quiet word in the shell, like. Did you do that? Do you know what? I feel a bit embarrassed that I even bothered you now, to be honest with you. Because after a couple of weeks after I contacted you, they just quietened down quite a bit. Yeah. So, I mean, they are really nice people as well. Do you know what I mean? And I feel a bit embarrassed that, you know, I, I made a song and dance about it. But I never said anything to them, really. But um, the only thing is, the lady, Becca, she's been a little bit, not cold with me, but she's been a little bit off since then. But apart from that, it's been all right, really. So do you reckon uh, Becca and her fella heard the uh, the surgery and put two and two together and worked it out that it was about them? Oh, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know, really, you know. But, I mean, it's all right now. I mean, she's a little bit cool. But apart from that, it's did, been okay. Did you exchange Christmas cards over Crimbo? Yeah, but just stuck them through the door. We didn't have them round for drinks. I don't like that. Why not? Well, you know, I don't know, really. You know, cause I said ever since... I don't know, maybe they got really embarrassed and they thought, oh, can, you know, can they hear us? And so they're a little bit in, in the shell, really, but it's been all right, you know. Uh, so you're not really spoken to Becca then in a while? Not really. I mean, we, we nod over the garden fence and yeah. stuff, but apart from that, I'll see her in the local, you know, the paper shop and that, but we don't talk, not really. Would you like to say good morning to her? Um, yeah. Well, Would... Yeah. Morning, Becca. <gasps> morning, Rusty. <laughs> Oh. Morning, Becca. Did you hear the uh, Did you hear the original email being read out on the surgery? And did you I can't put two and two? This. Yeah, I did. I did. So um, uh, I've got to I've got to just make myself quite clear yeah. that the reason that 
I might have been a bit cold is. Yeah. I don't know about anybody else across Liverpool, but if I had a problem with my neighbour, the first thing I would do would be go to my neighbour and have a quiet word, yeah. not broadcast it across the radio. Oh, well, I, <coughs> I know, but if, if people didn't contact us with those kind of dilemmas in the city search, you wouldn't have the feature, do you know what I mean? Well, you've got to have a feature today. Uh, am I? <laughs> uh, who said that? <laughs> Was that Becca? Becca, yes. Do you want to speak to Di? Oh. Di, well, you've been a bit frosty with Di, Becca, I understand. Um, I was a little bit furious with Di, I've got to be honest. Di, have you anything I to say to Becca? Uh, well, you know, I'm not being funny, Becca, but, you know, private life, you need to keep your private life private, really. And to be honest with you, as it was going on month after month after month, I started to feel really embarrassed to have my mates around, to have friends around, because it was that noisy. Um. In your original email, it says that you recorded us and played us to your friends. Yeah. Well, maybe we should... I, I know, well, I know I shouldn't have done that, but to be honest with you, the houses we live in, the Victorian houses, and the walls are inches thick. We shouldn't be able to hear you sort of knocking <coughs> boots, <coughs> to be honest with you. Because that's what so you're doing, isn't do you it? Think, do you think the best way to have dealt with this is to broadcast my life on the radio? Well, maybe you should keep your sex life to yourself. <laughs> Oh. Well, look, you know, you know what would be really, really nice, right? Uh, so, uh, Becca, you can't turn back time. Di did contact us. Um, why, why don't you just sort of, like, verbally on the radio shake, uh, shake hands? And, and it, I understand, Becca, that things have gone quieter recently uh, as, you, as your fella moved out. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you, you probably can't hear us because of all the guys cats. I could have rang in about your cats, there. I mean... If anyone in the Liverpool area has lost a cat, come down to Whiston. Dad's probably going to knock him around his. Cheeky mare. Hey, listen. Oh, wow. I, I, you howl. You howl like, you howl like a wolf. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You howl like I, a wolf. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, uh, no, are you I'm guys... Wait a minute, Rossi. Do you know what? I'm just going to delve in, in my cupboard here, right? <laughs> Yeah. I've actually, I actually, um, I actually wrote a diary, right? I actually wrote a diary and made a record of a week. Oh, you're like neighbourhood watch gone wrong. Well, I do my best. I think, well, someone's got to be neighbourhood watch, watch, haven't they, Becca? More right. like neighbourhood listen. Eleventh of November, yeah. we thought someone was moving furniture till we heard the moaning and groaning afterwards. All oh, right, okay, okay, listen. No, hang on, hang on. Stop. I just wanted you two to make friends. You're going to make 12th friends. Eleventh of November, you, you, we got to bed at uh, three a.m. because of the din. Then you have two days off. You had two nights off then, right? 15th of November, 5.30 in the morning, yeah. you were still knocking boots. <laughs> right, 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 I've got to call it. Jay, we'll look. We'll let's, let's put are you going, Quickly, are you going to make friends? Yes or no? Quick, Pekka? I'm, I'm always friendly, especially at night time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we know that, don't we? We know that, don't we? Oh, my God! <laughs> Sounded like they were moving furniture. <laughs> oh my god, the mind boggles anyway. <laughs> oh, I think I need a drink. Powered by the stars. Hi there, this is Michael Winner. Is right Rossi Law. Hi, I'm Beth Waddle, MBE. Is right Rossi Law. Hi, this is Ricky Gervais. Is right Rossi Law. This is Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. On Radio City 96.7. God, we're only getting over the transfer window closure and, of course, all the uh, sexist alleged comments uh, coming from TV sports presenters. Do you know what? Every cloud has a silver lining, and we all had a laugh about it last week. Here's some of the best bits uh, with reference to uh, Mr Andy Gray and Richard Keyes. <laughs> 
Seat. You are ridiculous in a car. No, you're ridiculous in a car. <laughs> no, you honestly, you are. you're hysteric. Jay, you've been in the car with me. I'm fine, oh, aren't I? Well. <laughs> but who would you say are better drivers in general, men or women? Seriously. I don't no. want to say that. Go on, Jay, go on. I'd say that there's really some good women drivers and some good bloke drivers. I would probably say, because I drive like a bloke, I'd probably say men are the better drivers. And men are better drivers. And they'll be hated for that, because women can dawdle a little. And I don't like You're women. You're calling me a woman? I don't <laughs> men can dawdle a little. Look at Rossi. <laughs> can I just tell you the one thing that really, what? really winds me up, when not a lot of things wind me up, when people pass the test and they go, oh, yeah, but I can't drive on a motorway. Well, yeah. don't Do you know my mum has really never drove on a motorway? That's ridiculous. Ever. You mean she's never driven on a motorway? Never driven on a motorway. <laughs> <laughs> so, t talking about men and women about the sexes, who between men and women as the better knowledge of the offside rule. <laughs> and it all continues. The whole Sky Sports debacle and debate continues. And Andy Gray, of course, sacked, famously sacked. And uh, there's all sorts. He can't say too much about it in cases, appeals and everything. Uh, for the sexist comments, uh, Andy Gray has come out and said that he feels he has been stitched up. Those his exact words. So it must have been a woman responsible because they're the better sewers, aren't they? Andy Gray gone now, Richard Key's gone as well, of course. You know, what they need to do is hire sports journalists uh, that has got no controversy around him, like yeah. Frank Boff. Radio City <laughs> Travel. Radio City. 96.7. And off the back of that, we send our very own Claire Simonson to go and be a linesman woman person. <laughs> Thing. We set it up with uh, with a guy who uh, has a football team uh, based in Heighton, and you were due to go to a match uh, last Saturday in downtown West Derby. Yeah, Ashbury FC I was due to go to, yeah. Didn't quite come off, but have a, have a listen to this first. So, big scandal this week. Obviously, uh, Andy Gray got the sack for... Uh, they're going on, then the papers say, they'll never work again. That's just a bit too much. They've had the sack, one of them resigned. That's enough. Move on. They'll never work again. That's pathetic. Do you know, no one's died. No one's committed murder. Am I wrong in saying that? Or no, do you know this no. never work again? Actually, even from a woman's point of view, I completely agree with you, actually. Do you indeed? Yeah, I do. It's very unusual, but I do. When you say woman, I'd use the term lightly. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, Furnace Richard Keyes did phone that Sean Marcy to apologise. He uh, Obviously, uh, Karen Brady was outraged as well. And Richard Keyes uh, did say that he did try and try and try and phone Karen Brady, but she didn't answer her phone. Probably too busy doing the ironing at the time. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> you don't do so many favours. Oh, Jay told me to say that. Yeah, yeah of course I did. Okay, so, uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, it, it, it's a shame the way things have turned out. They've turned out, but to say it'll never, ever work again. Oh, it's a bit dramatic, That is isn't a little it? bit dramatic. So, I'm going to introduce you to somebody. He is the manager of a football team, uh, Ashbury AFC. Good morning, Will McCoogan. Good morning. Good morning, Will. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Right then, you, obviously you've heard the scandal this week. Uh, you're the manager of a football team. Uh, well, you're based in Heighton. We are indeed, yes, yeah, under the, 13. The home of uh, Stephen Gerrard. That's right. Of course, from Heighton. Uh, is, there any, is there any guys in your team uh, who you look at now and you think, oh yes, they will be in the professional ranks in the Premiership in years to come? Oh yeah, definitely. I've had some already in the past. Really? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you want to name some who've gone into the Premiership? Yeah, young Lee Nichols. Yeah. Uh, Wigan keeper at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I've got a lad in America. 
Wow. Oh. What, David Beckham playing for LA Galaxy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so basically, we would like Simo, because uh, she does know the offside rule, and uh, she, she, we want to send her out to be a lines... Well, let's say linesman, but it's linesman, woman, person. Just a lines person, yeah? Would you be prepared to uh, let her be a lines person for uh, your game tomorrow? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you can keep up with the forwards, yeah. Oh. Can you keep up with the forwards, do you I'll reckon? i do my very best. I don't know. It depends how good they are. <laughs> I think uh, I think well you're fairly fit you do run uh, half marathons and stuff like that in 10k so let me uh, just ask you you are the manager now you take this very serious um, yeah. what if uh, one of your best strikers scored an amazing goal from outside the box a real good goal that sort of bent around a couple of the opposing players back of the net and uh, she deemed it offside if it wasn't offside what would your reaction be to that <laughs> <laughs> or would you rather not say live on the radio? I can't say live. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a mini derby on uh, Saturday. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. What times kick off and who are you playing? Yeah, it's a uh, 10.20 kick off on the Walkers playing fields. Right. Uh, we're playing our local rivals, Third and Feather. Yeah. Um, should be a good day. And we'll welcome Claire with open arms. Oh, gosh. Oh, do you know what? We've even sorted a kit out for her from Lancashire FA. The oh, Lancashire FA yeah. sorted a kit. Your lines person kit. Is it pink? Oh, so oh that was my next question. Oh, <laughs> right, so um, w will you please take note of how she performs tomorrow and give us a full review and critique of her performance while being a lines person uh, tomorrow. We certainly game. will. We certainly will. So, uh, so if anybody, I mean, as many people as as ca you can, if you're up and about to maybe take your kids down, it's the walk, it's the Walkers Field, uh, which is in, is it West Derby? It is, yeah. On Eaton Road. Eaton yeah. Road, yeah, Eaton yeah. Road. The Walkers Field, it's a 10.20 kickoff. Get nice, down there nice and early. And uh, two teams playing Ashbury AFC and the Fair and Feathers. It's a mini derby. It's going to be good fun. And our Claire Simmel <laughs> is going to be a lines thingy. Do you know what? It's not the football. <laughs> It's getting me left and me right, the right way round. Oh, here we <laughs> oh, go. God. Oh, God. Now, I'm not concerned about you and your left and right. You know Jay Hind, you know our producer, yeah. Will? Yeah. Every time he drives anyway, he says, right, Jay, it's the next right. He, just, he goes left. He does, yeah. <laughs> You're probably not surprised at that, Will, are you, really? No, not at all. Okay, mate, well, listen, thank you very much for coming on. Are you okay to come back on Monday? Yeah, fine, yeah. All right, yeah. dude, uh, have a great weekend. Good luck to your team tomorrow, good Ashbury luck, AFC. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City 96. Well, you got up out of bed Saturday morning. You, uh, the FA, the uh, Northwest FA, supplied you with a proper full kit. They did. The good old Lancashire FA gave me a full ref kit. I was all ready and raring to go. Ref to get... kit. Ref kit was a ref kit. I was allowed to wear it as an okay. assistant referee. Okay. And there I was, all ready and raring to go with the county FA to do my training. And then it got called off because of the frost. Yeah, oh. the frost, because her high heels, you know, would have got <laughs> yeah, stuck. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you where my high heel will get stuck in a minute. Oh, really? Oh, yes. where? Oh, right. Up your knows. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, right then. So it didn't happen. Well, we'll have to pursue this, actually. We will. You know what? Yeah. The county FA were great, actually, and they offered you a full week's training, so maybe you should consider taking it up. Yeah. I think, actually, there was no frost and they were just all too scared of any decisions I might make. Yeah. It, uh, invariably, though, it, uh, it also, the fact that you didn't go to be uh, an officiator, a lines person, woman, man, at uh, the football game on Saturday morning, gave you a lot more time to go back home and do some washing, cleaning and ironing, like you should yeah. be doing in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> also, we uh, ran a competition. I think Claire thinks uh, we should do this the last Friday of every month, and uh, it's a payday weekend, and we give someone the opportunity, two people to come on from two different workplaces to win 
the day off work and we battled it out, had a little work-orientated questionnaire, uh, quiz type thing. Here's how it sounded. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Right then, uh, we, we thought, because Monday's a happy Monday, basically it's payday weekend, and Monday is when we eventually get over, the, fully get over and recover from the Christmas New Year hangover, financial hangover, and, uh, you know, the sort of pounds have starting to drop off a little bit, the extra poundage that some people have put on and stuff like that. Uh, people getting to grips with the New Year's Solution. You've done very well for this month, Jay. I've got yeah. four weeks on Monday, no smoking. Four weeks on Monday, no smoking. So we've asked people to register online and uh, to come on. We've caught up with the bosses and they could win Monday morning off. Monday, all day Monday. All Monday. So it's not coming out of your holiday allowance. Nope. Nope. Uh, so we have uh, a couple of people that registered and were selected at random. First of all, from uh, Liscard, Stephanie Wright. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, Rossi. You are a marketing coordinator at Coal Micro Imaging in Birkenhead. I am. Yeah. Okay, and they're uh, a document scanning company. That's it, yeah. And your bosses there are Tim and Damien Cole. That's it, yeah. Lovely job. You have done my research, Steph. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's your plans <laughs> for the weekend? Anything lined up? Um, not too sure. Maybe visit some family, um, bit of shopping maybe. You can probably sort of rearrange your weekend if you don't have to go into work on Monday, you see. Certainly can, yeah. It also means you can have, you know, if you, if you like a Sunday afternoon glass of wine or something, which I do, I love a Sunday afternoon drink. Uh, but because I get up so early, I tend not to. But if I've got Monday off, well, you know, you can go and have a few, you know. Oh, I could be tempted into a bottle of wine. Oh, oh lovely, nice. lovely. <laughs> and always drink a bottle of wine responsibly, of yeah. course. <laughs> Uh, right then, and playing in your opposite corner this morning, it is Jane Robinson from the Wirral, and she's receptionist at BBH Solicitors in Eastham, and her boss is Howard Beckett, and uh, he has a lovely PA called Nicola. So, uh, hello, Jane Robinson. Good morning, Rossi. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Okay, so and how's, how's Nicola? She's very well, yeah, lovely as ever. Uh, so, good morning, Nicola. Uh, she'll be listening now. So what we'll do here, we'll do this almost a little bit like the village idiot, okay? So you know how that works. Uh, what I'll do, Stephanie, because you're from Coal Micro Imaging in Birkenhead, if I read a question out and you think you know the answer, just shout out Coal okay. or I'll come to you. Jane Robinson, of course, working for uh, the BBH solicitors in Eastham. Uh, if you think you know the answer, first of all, shout out BBH okay. and I'll come to you, Jane, all right? Are you happy with that? I'm happy with that. You happy, J uh, Stephanie? I am, yeah. All right, here we go. Let's get it on. Uh-oh. How tense does this sound? Oh. This is to win Monday off work, courtesy of the Radio City Breakfast Show. So whilst everybody else will be getting up and going out into the cold and Monday morning, Stephanie, you could be under the duvet, or maybe it could be you, Jane. Be nice. Question number one. Name any of the two Sky Football pundits... BBH. Who, BBH. Andy Gray. Uh, why is that not working? Ah, oh, there it is. Yeah, who... <laughs> <laughs> who got more than just a day off this week? Andy Gray or Richard Keyes? Well done. So, who's that? Who's that to? That was BBH. BBH, of course. Jane. Jane. Question number two: In which sitcom does Ricky Gervais play eccentric boss David Brent? BBH. BBH, I think. Yeah. The Office. Oh, come on, Stephanie! Come on, Stephanie! Question number three: Which singer? Famed for her country and western songs and roots, famously had a hit song entitled Nine to Five. Dolly Parton, sorry, BBH, Dolly Parton. Who was it? That was BBH again. Stephanie. You need this to stay in the game, Steph, okay? Hi. Okay. Just think Monday morning. <laughs> Freezing cold outside, you can roll over, go back to sleep again. 
course, that means you'll miss the show, but there you go. <laughs> right then, okay. If you were working at Central Perk, then what American comedy show would you... Hey, hey. Well, I think that was, that was Cole. Yeah. That was Cole, Cole. Friends. You're in the game. 3-1. You are in the game. Okay, question number five. What does the abbreviation HR stand for? Cole. Cole. Human resources. See, I, thought, I thought you working at a solicitor's office, Jane, would have got <laughs> that one. Right then, question number six. God, I wonder how busy the uh, human resources uh, department were this week at Sky. Oh, <laughs> Went into overload. <laughs> right then, okay, question number six. <laughs> what word can follow ballpoint chicken and fountain? Cole. Cole. See, what was your answer, by the way? It was a pen. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We come down to the tie-breaking question now. The tie-breaking question, whoever gets this right, gets Monday morning, a Monday off work, completely off work. Here's the tiebreaker to both of you. Good luck, Jane. Good luck, Stephanie. What does being a taxidermist entail? BBH. BBH. Um, stuffing animals. Stuffing animals is correct. Is correct. Oh, Stephanie. Do you know what, Stephanie? That was an amazing... Oh, a good comeback there. Well, it was a great comeback. Real good comeback. That, that was like uh, that was like being 3-0 down with the four minutes left in the clock. <laughs> and you came back brilliantly, Stephanie, but not to be. But you know what? I think we'll do this competition again last Friday of every month. Oh, what, what do you, Stephanie, Jane, very quickly, do you think we should do this every last Friday? Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. Thanks very much, Stephanie. Give oh, my regards to everyone you. at Cole Micro Imaging in Birkenhead. Will do. Thank you. Have a good weekend, Steph. Jane Robinson. Yes. Enjoy your lion in Monday morning. Will do. Thank you very much. Have a great long weekend, Jane Robinson. I will do. And can I just say hello to everybody, all my friends and colleagues at BBH Solicitors, and I'll see you very soon. Yeah, you'll see them very soon this morning, but I not will. on Monday morning. Not on Monday. <laughs> not on Monday. Have a great long weekend, Jane Thank Robinson. Thank you very much. See you later, love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, love. This is Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City. 96.7. This is Liverpool Tech Music Station, Radio City 96.7, the podcast for The Breakfast Show, which goes out Monday to Friday. Uh, the Breakfast Show, that is, on Radio City 96.7, of course, on DAB Digital Radio. Uh, you can download it on your iPhone app, and you can listen online at radiocity.co.uk. Ten past eight, Monday morning, we do a thing called The Wedding Scammer. We did a Jamaican wedding scammer, and we've done a psychic wedding scammer. Here's a montage of some of the best bits from those two scammers. This is Abby. How are you, Abby? It's uh, Jamie Booth Simmonson here, and I'm calling to you uh, from psychicweddings.com. Uh, were you aware that I'd be calling you? No, got no idea. Okay, I've spoke to Phil, your husband to be. I understand you're getting married in July of this year. Yeah, yeah, mm. we are. And you keep, uh, well, in his words, not mine. You're, you keep badgering him for. Uh, do you want a psychic at your wedding? Oh, he's a cheeky bugger. Yeah, I did actually. Yes. Uh, oh, where are you from, dear? I'm from uh, Bristol, fish ponds. C- can you tell me um, what's your, what's your date of birth? Do you mind telling um, me that? No, no, it's uh, the 9th of the 3rd, 1985. So, you're coming up to your 26th birthday uh, yeah, in March. Right. In March, 26. Mm, yeah. Um, what does that mean for me? I see, I see uh, a hospital treatment of some nature. I see, uh, I'm seeing a, 
a leg, a treatment, something like that, March? Is oh my God, how do you know that? Well, what I, I can see, is, are you going in for some sort of treatment, a surgery? Yeah, I am. I'm getting cartridge removed in my leg. Right leg? Yeah. Am I going to be all right by the wedding? Um, that, I, I'll come back to that in a minute. I'm getting a whole multitude of things here. Um, oh my God, am I going to be able to walk down the aisle? It's a good morning and a frosty one. A, fr a frosty. Well, it won't be frosty when you arrive here in Jamaica. Uh, now I'm calling. Is it Rich? Sorry, is it Paul or is it is it Joseph? Is it jo I've got two names for you, Mr. Kelly. It's Paul. Paul, uh, I'm calling now from the hotel, and I've got two real reasons to call you. Um, a couple of things I'd like to run by you before your arrival here. Yes, sir. Um, now you've booked here. I see what you've booked was a smoking room in the hotel. Right, well, it's looked uh, hot on the beach, yes? Morning, at 12 midday, actually, 12 midday, uh, Jamaica time, and it's it's a premiership footballer's brother, a guy called Ryan Giggs' brother, is getting married also on the 21st. Ryan Giggs is paying for the, uh, the wedding service and all the guests to be flown out to our hotel. He has asked if could all other weddings be cancelled for that day and moved to the 22nd. Would that make any difference to you to have your wedding day moved from the 21st of February to the 22nd of February? It will. For one, I'm a Liverpool fan. <laughs> yep. One, I'm a Liverpool fan and Ryan Giggs plays for Manchester United. That's that's the worst thing of all. Uh, I can't see a problem, no. I can't see a problem changing the day, but I'm not happy about it. Well, you know, he is a VIP guest. He spent a lot of money, and indeed you have. But I he's, don't care. He's I don't care. He's I'm, I'm, my money's as good as Ryan Giggs' money. Yep. I don't care about that. I what? mean, I'm, I'm really I'm really upset about this now, because I've said nothing about this. I mean, I don't mind changing the day of the wedding. Yes. But I booked my wedding a long, long time ago. Yeah, I know. Ryan, Ryan Giggs to change the day because he's got a lot of money. I'm not very happy about it, and I'm certainly not happy about the smoking. I got Tina. Tina's come out at me. Tina's come out at me. Oh, my God. Oh, this is such a nightmare. I don't even know what I'm going to do. I need to go. The reason why I've got all this information is because I got an email from Phil, your uh, husband-to-be, because my name is Rossi from Radio City 96.7. Uh, oh, my God. I'm not a psychic, but he's been telling me that you've uh, you've been badgering him non-stop to, uh, to have a psychic at the wedding. And uh, he said, uh, give her a call. He gave me some little bits of information about you, your operation, Ben, your dog, which you love very much. Of course, Tina, his ex-girlfriend. He's not been with Tina. They're not interested in one another. Oh, my God. I'm actually going to kill him. He's <laughs> such a nightmare. Uh, I can't believe he's done this. I am really, really, I'm really sorry. I'm literally shaken. Eh? I'm shaken. Well, <laughs> I, hope, I hope your operation goes well in your knee in March, and I hope the big day is fine, and your leg will be fine in uh, July whenever you get married. Uh, Abby, uh, you have been... Rossified. But thank you very much for coming on the show. Oh, cheers, Rossi. And when you... So you, you, you're familiar with us then at Radio City when you come up yeah, here? Yeah, Phil listens to him, doesn't he? I should have known better. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Cheers. Bye-bye, love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my good God. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi & Co. Radio City 96.
96.7. As always, thanks very much for listening and taking time out to download the Radio City Breakfast Show podcast with me, Rossi, and the co. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. ho. Oh, that was Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that was Christmas. That we was Christmas. For Easter, don't we? Yes, yeah. of course. Right, well, have a good week. We'll catch you same time, same place uh, next week. And thanks once again for downloading. And thanks for being part of the co every weekday morning, Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Have a great week. Ciao, baby. Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits you might have missed. Updated weekly and available via radiocity.co.uk or iTunes.